0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the fifth-ish episode of the Phantasmal Treasure Podcast, a bi-weekly-ish actual play of the Agents of Edgewatch Adventure Path. Uh, Before we begin, if you haven't listened to the Phantasmal Coffers episode, you absolutely should. It's a nice recap of the events of the prior episodes, which, which, considering that we are coming off of hiatus, is a nice refresher. Uh, secondly, I would like to mention that if you do enjoy today's episode, be sure to share it with your friends. Word of mouth is crucial for small podcasts and newer podcasts, and we're kind of both.
1: We're all poor and need money.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and it would really mean a lot to us. If you enjoy us to the point where you're willing to toss a couple dollars at us, go on over to redcircle.com slash show slash phantasmal-treasure-podcast and click... Sponsor this podcaster. Um, Now, before we actually go into the meat of the episode, into the actual pathfinding bit of Pathfinder, or I guess in this case, the uh, fighting zoo animals that are a little bit berserk, (laughs) for as of yet undisclosed reason. I mean, the owlbear did kind of almost kill everybody. But before we get into that, as mentioned, I think it would be prudent to mention how we are going to be handling player absences. With all of us being adults, all of us have things going on in our lives, other responsibilities. I am in other actual play games, though obviously this one takes precedence for me at least. I am working on homebrew content that I'm looking to publish for Pathfinder. I'm starting a job, we ju- uh me and Ren and Tony, I think, just started classes again, etc. Basically, it's kind of like a hectic time for us all. And so it's it's hard to get people together. Yeah. At this point, because of how hard it has been to record over the past couple months, how we're going to handle it is on the first episode after the first recording session that you miss, not including Phantasmal Treasure. I will run your character. In this case, Amber isn't here, um, so I'm going to be running Aliara and all that junk. But on the second episode, we will not record two episodes in a row without someone, unless it's a um some stuff is going down it's like an extenuating circumstance. Game war. Yeah, exactly. Like if, <laughs> if Tony is in a coma, <laughs> I'm not going to say, "Well, yeah, I need you at the recording session today. I need pictures of Spider-Man in my." <laughs> On my By desk. tomorrow
1: well morning or you're <laughs> like, You fine. know what I
0: mean? Like, exactly. Does
1: that make me Peter Parker? Tony,
0: If Tony is so tired that they need to go into a coma, I'm not going that to not them That would not be high. the
1: first time I've done that.
0: You know what a coma is, right? It's 24 hours. Yeah. Have you slept for 24 consecutive hours? I
1: slept for almost 48.
0: Are you okay? And I took melatonin after not sleeping for three days. That'd <laughs> And so, in this case, Amber unfortunately had to miss today's uh, events, but uh, we are going to proceed as if her character, Aliyara, was still there. Now, with everything going on and the fact that we've been on a hiatus for, for a bit, I am go- we are going to go around and reintroduce our characters and ourselves a little bit before we get back into like the meat of beating animals or getting beaten and eaten and clawed and maud and whatnot by animals. Um, so let's just start with myself, and then we're going to go Ren and Tony. <clears throat> so myself, I am bros, I use she-her pronouns, I am the GM, and kind of the driving force behind almost if not every facet of this uh, podcast, production-wise, recording-wise, scheduling-wise, I'm also working on finances and junk, It's it's a whole thing. Basically, my sultry tones. Are going to be the ones that you're going to be hearing the most simply because I. (laughs) Yeah, that's valid. Simply because that I am the one that encompasses the entire world. Stop talking about that. that. Now, Ren.
2: I'm Ren. I play.
0: Yeah, you.
1: Stop.
2: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I play Caritas and Numothis. I use they, them pronouns. I don't know what else to say.
0: Uh, who? What class and ancestry is uh, is Caritas?
2: Summoner and yes. Godless Great Coke?
0: No, no, no. That's your background. Oh. Your ancestry is Cobold. I'm a lizard. Yeah. In oh. Ren's defense, I will mention- oh, what? I'm a lizard.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're a lizard person.
0: little lizard dude. little salamander dude. Like
1: Mark Zuckerberg.
0: Uh, Just because I will- <laughs> podcast over everybody pack <laughs> uh i will mention in ren's defense about like the whole summit a bit it has been like two months since we've recorded and i've been doing a lot of stuff in the interim and i have a decent memory when it comes to pathfinder but ren and tony and amber have been doing other things i've
2: been writing i'm not, angel trying,
0: to fan sound, I'm not trying to like it's fan yeah, i'm not time. trying to throw shade i'm just saying like they don't this isn't their main hobby. This isn't basically their life. I also have the worst
1: memory, known a man. You have what? I have the worst memory, no no man.
0: No, that was a joke.
1: What? Um, <laughs> <Tony>. <laughs> I did it.
0: Okay. See, Tony, it's a joke. You just have a real-world intelligence modifier of Nectar 3. Uh Tony.
1: Yeah.
0: As mentioned, what's your name? <laughs>
1: It's like, it's like, oh god, it's like standing. I'm having to feel like... And, like when you're in middle school and they're just like, okay, stand up, say your name and your favorite ice cream. Something like that. It's like that. Anyway, my name's Tony. This is not Yes, like- it totally is. Okay. Anyway, my name's Tony or D mm-hmm. I go by a bunch of things. Every pronoun legally belongs to me. I will be suing <laughs> soon. <laughs> oh uh, I play Tessara and Ethi is my child and I'm a plant. Groot. I kind of look like Groot in the picture. To
0: clarify, to clarify, um, Ethi is a riding drake, and is at least a good 64 times it's uh, my baby. weight. Tessara, if you couldn't guess by the fact that they're level 1, and has an animal companion, is a druid. Or well, they couldn't be a ranger instead, but you know. Actually, if you guys would direct yourself- not- Not the players. If our fine listeners would direct themselves to our Facebook page, which I believe is facebook.com slash uh, Podcast, it could be something else, though, in which case I will put it in the show notes. By the time this episode comes out, the commissions, which are finished and we have been enjoying for, like, three months... Will be posted, um, the portrait commissions. I'm still working on getting full body commissions for Tessara and Aliara, but, and if you also want to go over there and leave us a like and also look at the Pneumothus and Caritas art, you can do that. So, now that we are caught up, as it were, um, I think I've already mentioned, listen to Phantasmal Coffers to catch up fully on the, um, the events of the prior episodes. Basically, Zoo Ruckus has been the main pit. Um, are we still doing that?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yes, we are. We're in the Menagerie. Night's Marvelous Menagerie. I'm gonna deal with another rooster. We almost died. It's a cockatrice, uh, and there's a reason they are extremely rooster. deadly. When we left off, the agents- Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I just realized I should probably introduce, um, Aliara. So Amber, as mentioned, is missing. Uh, Amber, at least to my knowledge, because they could be closeted and whatnot, um, uses she, her pronouns. Uh, she's a sweetheart and I love her. Uh, she plays Aliara, who uses she, they pronouns and is a catfolk bard of the warrior m- muse. They use a great axe and whatnot. Of note, the catfolk uh, bard of the warrior muse, I just don't know why I just said it like that, could have just said Aliara. I do have a lot of house rules in place. One of them gives the warrior muse, um, martial performance uh, bardic feat medium armor in addition to light armor. Basically, it's so that way you can actually be an effective melee combatant. Well, you can be strength-based, I should say. So. Oh,
2: we forgot. Caritas and Numathis use he-him pronouns.
0: If
1: he's baby and does as they please.
0: That's fair. When we left off, the agents had subdued three creatures from Knight's Marvelous Menagerie who had escaped and were causing havoc on the nearby businesses. Starting with a cockatrice that Aliara managed to shove into a wagon <laughs> twice, <laughs> an owl bear that nearly like, literally nearly killed everybody
1: eh.
0: and a rust monster that was killed well killed it was knocked unconscious it was defeated incapacitated etc no
2: one has been killed we don't like animal brutality
0: exactly and as cops you guys pretty much automatically deal non lethal damage etc and the rust monster was t- was taken out in two hits which made me kind of mad because it's such an interesting monster and then aliar went ha and the new monster went pff, and it's gone The agents do have reason to believe that there is some foul play, pun intended, given the state of the animals. specks of black froth foaming at the mouth and wild eyes pretty much unable to focus. Neither of which are common in the slightest in zoo animals.
1: I don't know, all my zoo animals always froth at the mouth.
0: (laughs) That's fair. Uh, after getting almost brutally murdered by an owlbear, they then took out a breast monster, and as they made their way into the menagerie proper, they heard some snuffling sounds, some eating, chomping, whatnot. Mm-hmm. And investigating further, they located the source to the concession stand, and were promptly confronted by a pair of <sighs> hyenas. Yes. That's where we were left off? So. I'm not going to make everyone roll initiative because Tessara by rules of the game does get a chance to make a nature check. If they if you want to try to talk down I do.
1: Hyenas. I can I I like hyenas. They're cool.
0: Hyenas are pretty cool. So, uh a nature check. If you click on Tessara and click skills, you can just roll nature. Okay. There we go. Nature. In boundary. Woo. Uh I'm fairly certain that beats their will DC.
1: I got 25. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh, that beats the wildy sea of 12 by 10 or more
1: I win the entire game <laughs> you,
0: exactly I am the you game master now take the test of the star so so the, the hyenas h- how do you how do you interact with them? how do you make an impression on them
1: you know how like when there's an annoying dog that's just like yapping but if you walk up to it and you start petting it it like falls in love with you like that. I want to interact
0: with it like that. Typically, yes. But in the context of my dog that does that, she does not stop barking. And she has yet to stop barking after a year and a half. Yeah. But I get what you mean. But baby. Uh, so you kind of go over. Uh, the hyenas are like yapping and growling. like. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know how a hyena sounds. <laughs> <laughs> they um, don't sound like that. <laughs> the generic like laughter like uh, like hyenas get.
1: Yeah, just pull up that one, uh, Lion King movie.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I just play Lion King (laughs) background noises.
1: (laughs) Or Harley's hyena.
0: So, Tessora, you walk up to the hyenas. They're growling and yapping and laughing. The generic hyena noise. As they're, like, eating, chomping down on the concession stand foods. Which are, like, your generic, like, fried corn dogs. That sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, but they're fancifully named, like, Arcadian Gold Corner, Al- Albert Chow. But that does not particularly matter in this case. Because you just kind of walk up to them, they're nipping and and as you get closer, slowly extending out your hand, palm upward, one of them claw, uh, like, slinks up to you, sniffs your hand a little bit, and then rubs his, uh, like, head against your leg like a, um, like a dog or a cat would.
1: He's a puppy. Um... Yeah, pretty puppy.
0: These guys are now mechanically uh, and you do this over the course of a minute, like you slowly gain their trust as Aliara and New Moths, I'm guessing would back up. Uh so you kinda get the trust, and they are now mechanically friendly to you instead of unfriendly. Bye-bye. And yeah. yes, I will know I will note as an aside to our listeners, you may have noticed that I allowed Tessara to roll a nature check. That's another one of the house rules. You can use nature instead of diplomacy for wild empathy. And then additionally uh, I'm making all animals store at a worst of unfriendly, not hostile, to Tesoro, because Tesoro is a druid. So I'm a tree. Yeah, basically I just wanted so to way, um, basically the way I designed, I designed that house rule was basically so that way wild empathy actually worked. Um, so with these hyenas, not necessarily docile, but they are friendly to you, and what would you like to do?
1: I want to pet it. <laughs> Oh, how, you it. How big of a mistake is? <laughs> they just bite my hand off.
0: No, you reach out your hand. You reach out your hand. They bite out the hand. and being a plant, you just regrow <laughs> one over the course of two years. Uh, I'm guessing if you don't have any, do you guys have any ideas of how you want to um keep them in?
2: Lock the doors on them.
0: That's exactly what I was gonna say.
2: But not gonna say <laughs> the food.
0: So if you, uh, the food's pretty well I wouldn't know. chopped I eat and whatnot. Fast.
2: So if we lock the hyenas in, can they break the doors down?
0: Probably not, and Tessara- if Tessara- like, sorry, I'm messing with Tessara and Ethi right now because a walled foundry is decently intuitive, sometimes it is less so. Alright, now Ethi is- now Tessara is mounted on Ethi. So if you move Ethi around, uh, Tessara will follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, the- if Tessa Aura wants to talk to the hyenas, like, obviously you can't, like, communicate with words, but you can be like, Hey man, uh, I would request that you just kind of sit in here for a little bit, and they have no reason not to, so I'm just gonna let them, um, uh, so I'm just gonna let you, like, actually do it. I wanna do it like you talk to, like, an animal with a baby voice, where
1: you're just like, oh, he's a good boy, stay here, yeah, yeah, stay, stay, and then you just kind of walk away.
0: And then he starts whining, like,
1: oh, I wanna come with! And then you're like, no, you he got to. not
0: Child. Turns out, having a druid in the zoo... Really good. Maybe
1: they should have a druid in their zoo.
0: So, Tessara, you're able to just, like, baby talk the uh, hyenas without issue after a superb nature check. Yep. Now, Alior just kind of nods along. I don't think Alior has particularly good nature. I don't. No. Alior has, like, a negative one or something. Nope, Alior has a plus zero. So... She's suitably impressed.
2: Caritas
1: is excited.
0: That's valid. Ethy is just kind of like
1: Ethy wants to play with the hyenas, but we can't let Ethy play with the hyenas.
0: <laughs> Ethy plays with hyenas. I think the hyena is a small size. Exactly. It's no, It's me- like okay. it's like if you if
1: like cats with mice they want to play with the mice, but they end up snapping their necks.
0: Oh no, there's a there's a magnitude of difference between Yeah, but you know I know I get what you mean.
2: Keritas wants to pet the hyenas, but knows he can't, and Numathus wants to eat them.
0: Ren, well, Keritas, if you reach out and try- do you want- do you want to attempt to pet the hyenas? No,
2: because they're gonna eat me.
0: Okay. Uh, Pneumathus in the meanwhile is like, mm, tasty meat flesh. I don't know.
1: What?
2: Caritas <laughs> stares longingly at the hyenas.
0: Well, because Numathus is like super aggressive, sort of dude.
1: That's, hold on, the thing where it's like you look like longingly at the hyenas, that's me in real life with any animal. Like, you want to pet it, but it's a shark, so. No pet. You can,
0: a lot of sharks are pretty docile, actually. I know, I yeah. was trying to
1: think of a good example.
0: Yeah.
2: My parents what won't let me guys... pet the squirrels.
0: <laughs> you probably shouldn't pet squirrels. Oh, but they're so cute. What do you guys want to do next?
1: <laughs> I want to pet squirrels squirrel
2: Because we were le- uh, led to the hyenas through noise.
0: Uh, I'm gonna make a perception check for you. Uh, what's your perception modifier? Um, it's a number. If you double-click on your token, it'll bring up your character sheet. Perception is on the left underneath your armor class. Three. You have no armor, dude. Me? Yeah.
2: Yeah, no. It's part of the charm.
0: Uh, taking a good listen? No, you don't hear anything. Uh, I'm gonna make one for Aliara as well. Aliara definitely doesn't hear anything. Uh, Tessar, do you want to make a perception check like everyone else to try to, like, pinpoint any, like, animal noises?
1: Yeah, sure. I'll All try right. to pinpoint things.
0: Alrighty. Okay, uh, none of you hear anything.
1: Damn, we're really uh, good well at this. Fun- job
0: well done. Let me write something down. In my
2: site, I can see there's buildings up ahead. If we go check out the buildings, we can see if there's any injured
0: people who need help. That, uh, that's actually what I was gonna suggest- That's what Ali was about to suggest. She's like, hmm, um, I think- If this is a zoo, a menagerie, then maybe we should check the, uh, the buildings, because, you know, and following along with your line of thought, you guys are in concurrence. So, I'm guessing you guys, like, will, like, circle around this lake and go up to a door or something? Sure. Uh, so basically, you guys are probably going to circle around places just to see where all the the animals are, because you're not hearing anything. So, Caritas, uh, describe your actions, please.
2: Caritas and Numathis are going up, and they see two buildings, and Caritas says, Hey, Numathis, I, I, you're big boy. Go look at those buildings.
0: Numathis is like, mm. okay.
2: The, but the doors are closed.
0: And actually, if you click on the, on the door, you'll find the locks too.
2: Numathis breaks down the door. <laughs> Wait, no, that's probably a terrible idea. Numathis, don't do that.
0: Yeah, oh god, I'm hiding from the zoo animal in here. Pfft, dragon! <laughs> um, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, he is just going to use, technically he's going to use one of both of your guys' actions, because you show actions, but he's an NPC, to listen at the door. First, the, this one, uh, the, uh, the smaller one into the smaller building, and then at the, um, bigger one. What's your perception modifier in your mothus uh, plus- Nothing. Nope, what's your perception modifier, Ren? You're trained, okay, so he also has a plus three, because he also has a wisdom of zero. Listening at the first door, um, and Pneumathus shares this with you, uh, actually, if you wanted to, you could spend an action to project your senses into him.
2: I project my senses into him.
0: Yeah, it's called, uh, share senses, I think. Basically, you take out all sensory input in your body and just listen to him. Listening at the door through Pneumathus' body, which, by the way, now that you are taking over the sensory perception, it feels warm. Like, super-duper warm. And that's probably just because he's a fire creature, but, you know. Um, and as he, like, plods around across on all fours, you feel, like, the soft dirt and whatnot. And he presses his head... His his head... <coughs> his head against the uh, door, listening intently. And both you and him hear a bit of a shuffling. Like, there's someone in there. Not like... Not like a big shuffling, like, honestly, I, I'm gonna lift the curtain for a second. He got a 21 on his perception check, uh, so I'm just gonna lift the curtain a little bit. You know it's probably a small creature if it's an animal, or it'd be like a halfling or a kobold or a goblin or something, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Would you like we
2: knock tw- on the door?
0: Who's knocking?
2: Not Numathus.
0: Oh, okay. That's what I was about to say.
2: <laughs> no. Caritas... Knocks
0: on the door. Uh, while this is happening, Aliara is going to move up and have her great the ready, just in case. And I'm guessing, I'm assuming, Ethi's going to f- come up as well with Tesora. Ethi, good boy. Oh, I thought Ethi was a girl. Um, Ethi is a
1: whatever they want.
0: Ethi, whatever they want to be. Ethi, yeah, yeah, exactly. controls everything. You knock on the door and you hear like a scuffling. Uh, and then so, and then you hear a small voice. Uh, cr- a call out. Hello? Hi.
2: Hello? Who's- who's there? This is the police. Are you in
0: danger?
1: <laughs> police, open up.
0: <laughs> Do you have a warrant? Uh, no. Um, Sorry,
1: just- I didn't ask for just, Did I just the permission. Just the way you talked, Bruce. the way you talked made me want to respond. And you're like, hello, is anybody in there? I wanted to go, yeah, the police.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's me. You are under a west. Ooh-whoo. Um uh, Under a west. Hello? Wall. <laughs> you hear a voice uh as he continues to talk to you uh and you're fairly certain it's a male-ish voice and he goes um oh um th- thank goodness you're here uh here let me get let me get that door for you and he walks over uh you hear like a bit of a dragging like is he as if he's injured as if he's limping a little bit and i'm again rolling over that Perception check. You God, that was is he dying.
2: Weird. I'm medicine person. I will medicine.
0: Uh, we'll get to, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, you hear like some things being dragged, like a like a barrel or a crate or whatever. Uh, and then the door is now unlocked. Yup, you can open it. There's no token for him because I didn't think you were gonna get to this point because this is uh, a building I like to affectionately call B15. Oh. Uh, it's it's pretty high up on the number list. This large wooden shed has no windows, as you have already uh, observed, with only a door on the eastern edge and a large, pungent uh, mound of animal dung piled near the north wall on the outside. New Moth- the Cari- as new Moth and carried were coming up, you smelt that, and it was pretty pungent. Inside, the building is packed with shovels, pitchforks, and buckets, and other tools, plus bags and crates of animal feed and an open-topped cistern full of water. Inside Ooh. is a gnome. Let me see. I'm gonna pull up the handout, yes, assuming he has a handout. The animal feed could come in. Do you have a handout? Hold He's on. Should ask him for his animal feed. Remy, where are you? Oh, found it. Uh, I'm going to show it to you players. Uh, share, share with all, so you guys can now see. Oh, you're cute. Nah. He's a bit beat up.
2: He looks um, like he yeah. has a baby face. He's he's a gnome.
1: He needs a nap. Um, That's what he <clears throat> I like his hair. Hey, are you single? Why do we flirt with every character? That's a oh. bit
0: of an inappropriate <laughs> question considering you you're police, right? So you're part yeah, of the Ed watch.
2: I wasn't asking it for real.
0: Okay, we're just gonna pretend like this conversation never happened. Woo! Listen, I want okay. love. <laughs> Me too. Uh, so, uh, coming inside. Uh, well, not necessarily coming inside, but you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. Remy has a, um, he looks beat to, um, to heck, let's say. Uh, he has, like, a large gash on his left leg and across part of his torso. He's carrying a pitchfork, which he's alternating between using it as a cane and- not a cane, like, a staff or walking stick- and sometimes, like, being looks like he's ready to just, like, stick you with it. As if he doesn't quite even believe you're necessarily... Probably just paranoid, though. Uh, Remy says, Oh, goodness, goodness. Thank you so much for, um, showing up. Have, have you dealt with all the animals? Um, inside and
2: out? Uh, we're trying to deal with all the animals, and we're trying to make sure no one is hurt in the buildings, too.
1: We're definitely attempting.
0: Have you? Okay, um... Okay. Um have you hyenas?
2: We did the hyenas are locked up, the cockatrice is locked up, the owl bear is
0: asleep and the rust
2: monster is also asleep.
0: At the um, mention of the rust monster his face like lights up and he goes, "Oh, Remy's al- uh, not Remy. Oh, R- Rusty's alive? Oh, thank you goodness.
2: We don't kill animals. Animal cruelty
1: is not that. on our I <laughs> list." I ass- I, ass-
0: I appreciate that, I assure you.
1: Look at this dragon, you would be sad if I killed an animal.
0: He leans against the wall to support himself as he, like, uses one of his arms, taking it free of the pitchfork to pull down, like, part of his shirt. Like, not, like, in a strippy way, but just, like, he's showing you his shoulder. On his shoulder is a cartoon image of Rusty the Rust Monster on his, uh, just tattooed on there. He says, Remy, Rusty is, I... I don't know why they named them Remy and Rusty. This is getting hard for me to differentiate. Ru- Rusty is kinda is kinda like my child, and he he got out and he attacked me and he took out all the cages and rusted everything and <laughs> he's alive though? Yeah, he's chilling. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Do you know what made t- him so upset? I don't know. I was just giving <laughs> Uh, an attack like this isn't just, just isn't like Rusty. If he's upset, he just tends to growl a little bit, and then we address what's going on. But, but... Oh,
2: you seem very distressed. Would you like comfort?
0: i prefer if you take care of the... i prefer if you take care of the, the, the missing creatures and the patrons. There are patrons in the reptile room. Um, There's a reptile room? It's, in, it's inside. You'll f- go through the doors. You can't go through the ones adjacent outside of this. Go through the next closest... And then turn right and keep going. You'll you'll get there. They probably barricaded or locked the outside entrance, so I don't think you'll be able to get in through there. Oh. But yeah, I I was I refilled the animals' water supply. Okay, I just was I was making my rounds. I went back. I went back to Rusty. And then he... I opened the door to show off him to some patrons. He's very well-trained. He never does anything like this to do a few tricks. And he just bailed past me, gassing at my leg and my torso. I don't know what happened. Sounds like shenanigans. We will figure this out. You are a very professional officer of the law plant person. Thank you. There should be a couple of... Animals that could po- cause harm, cause like those like generic beetles or small snakes or an iguana.
2: An iguana.
0: Um, he like actually says it's carbon but whatever. That's not me. backpedaling on my woods like I usually do. Um, there's okay. There's an almirage, a oncrave, and a snake. The almirage doesn't have a name. It's a new acquisition, as does the oncrave, who should probably be on the other side of that door right there. Um, and then there's Big Buddha, Yada yada. Basically, he explains, like, the, like, weakness. Not necessarily, like, the weaknesses, but what they can do. Big Buddha is a constrictor snake. Al- the Almiraj uh, is just a... It's basically like a magical rabbit with a horn on its head. Rabbit! Um, that if it kills you with it, will turn you to stone. So it tends to eat prey live, because it can't digest stone. And Ankhraav is a large... Creature like mechanically large creature that can spit acid and Remy's tells you is named that bastard. Kept in a crystal oh. enclosure though. If Rusty got out, then he probably got the metal lock. as se- he says like better security measures must be made. And if if the owner, Archibald Knight, and the veterinarian, Manera Frum, had run off for a blanket rodeo a week ago and never come back, we wouldn't be stretched. So thin right now, and maybe none of this would have happened. I see, I see. Right now, I think your priority... It, you're, you're the cops. You're the edge ed- watch, not me, so do help whatever you want. But right now, I think your priority should be getting the patrons to safety. If you go through the uh, first door that you will get to traveling due east, ignoring the one outside of this door, and turn right, the patrons, are, the, the patrons should be where I ushered them. I don't know if there's any creatures in the way, but, you know, and there is, if you turn left and go up to the Oncroft exhibit, there will be probably the Oncroft, if it's, I would like for you to check up on that, if it's, if it's in its enclosure, great, if it's not, do what you have to, please don't kill it.
1: I mean, we don't kill kill animals, so. That's just not something we do. I would rather die. Same.
0: He, like, just kind of, like, lays his back against the wall and just kind of, like, slides down. It's kind of comical considering he's a gnome, but also, like, he's- <laughs> Can I he's... please
2: give you medical treatment?
0: Please? Uh, I've already treated- the. I've already treated my wounds. Right now what I basically need is either a hospital or lots of rest
1: and- Take a nap, man. It'll help. You seem really stressed. Yeah,
0: I am really stressed. Oh, if you- Okay. If you can sit and provide medical assistance, great. Otherwise, please take care of the people, patrons, and I'll get to a hospital when everything's cleared up. Okay.
2: So, Kiritas closes the door. Which way
1: is east? I have no idea. Uh,. <laughs> <laughs> Aliara, we need
0: you. <laughs> Aliara goes and. You probably should adjust your thing then. I would ask you guys to make a sense direction check, but. I'm not even worried about it. Um basically this door over here is the one he's directing you to.
2: Oh, uh, oh, wait, that's just far away. That's All not right.
0: that far away. That's like 50 feet, if that. Uh away, I, takes you? the takes point, I'm guessing with Dumathis uh easy behind you guys, I'm guessing, and uh Caritas behind Dumathis if that makes sense. Just like a stack. Yep. Frontliners, midliners, please don't touch me. I have 15 almost. <laughs> Um, you actually have a decent amount- you actually have a lot of health for a spellcaster, because you're a summoner and you share hit points with Nemothis. Uh, for a frontline character, you have an average amount of health. Um, but as you guys go past, uh, let me just roll a stealth check. For no reason, ooh, natural 19 plus 6 plus 4 is 29. No?
2: Which means we're about to be jumped.
0: Maybe. Would everybody make me a perception check, please? Yes, actually, hold on. Let me do so- let me do something first. So if you go, if you guys direct your attention to the right, what'd you roll in your perception check? Six. I'm
2: trying to figure out how to roll one. Oh, you just did. I did. Where?
0: Uh, in the uh thing.
2: It's in. Oh, I see it now. Sorry. Wait, so where's
0: perception? Oh wait, never mind. I
2: found it. We're using a new thing, so it takes a minute to yeah. get used to.
0: I've uh, you're currently marked as dead. I am. <laughs> no, wait, what's going on? Why is it- You've been murdered. Oh, you pressed a button that said, that said, uh, end turn or something, didn't you? Me? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, update combatant. Aliar gets a, let's see, It's a 9. Did you roll a perception check? Um. I thought only- I did. I got a 15. Karitas got a 16. What- wo- Alrighty. Uh, I'm actually going to remove these two from the initiative order, because they don't have their own turns. They're minions. Okay, so, as you guys walk past this, uh, this pool of water, it is, it's pretty large, it's, it's largely decorative to be honest. It's lined on the north and south sides by benches, north and west, sorry. The pool itself serves as the centerpiece for the Menagerie's open air exhibits. Rocks painted white to resemble icebergs stud the artificial pond, and oversized wooden cutouts depicting smiling penguins wearing top hats have been placed around the pool's edges. Curiously, there's only one actual penguin. He stands at the peak of the largest painted rock, squawking frantically.
2: We need to help the penguin.
0: You're about to find out why. Because yeah. the cl- the first person that's close by is, ooh, Ethy Uh, Ethy. what's Ethy's? I swear the to God.
1: Uh, hold on, where is I-
0: it? I'm not targeting, I swear to God, I'm not no, targeting Eethy on, on purpose. Hold on, I, sorry, I had to find my mouse. Oh whack, whack!
1: Wait, oh that my might actually god, hit.
0: that might actually hit. What is it? I don't
1: know. Hold on.
0: oh, oh you just opened up the character sheet for the first I time. I didn't open it. <laughs> oh wait, uh, fourteen. Okay, so Ethy is uh, so with a six on the die. As you guys are walking by, a snake just erupts from the pool, lashing out at Ethy and biting into uh their haunch for how much damage? Oh, 13D10. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Eithy takes 8 points, points of piercing damage, okay? Uh so the so this snake just lunges out, grabs onto Ethi's uh, onto Eithy's, um body pretty much. It just grabs onto Ethi and then just chomps down with their teeth onto Ethi's side. Make me a fortitude save. If you click on Eithy, okay. uh at the top where it says saves, just click fortitude. I will say this. Same goes as always. ethy dies, you die. Yeah, that's valid. Uh, listeners, I did bump up Animal Companion hit points because they have wizard levels of HP. Ooh, at 23, which means you only take half damage. Good. Eethi takes another two points of damage as the ball python just lunges out, grasping into, into her side, and just starts crunching down. You feel like scales just being like... I'm going murder this animal. Uh, next up is going to be... How do I pass <laughs> the turn? Next up is toss. What would you like to do?
2: Uh, I forgot all the words, but the action thing where we do the action together.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm guessing New Moth is... Just Act
2: together, like, that's what it's called.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm guessing New Moth is just going to circle around uh, to be adjacent so he can actually bite. Yes. What are you gonna do? Um... If you go into your character sheet, the uh, fifth button from the left is spells, uh, which shows you spells. Do you want just a quick recommendation from me? Yeah. Uh, boost Eidolon is good because it just gives him a plus two to damage. Days.
2: Oh, there it is. Yeah, I want boost Eidolon. Now I remember what I used to do.
0: Okay. So he takes, he will gain a plus two status bonus to damage rolls. Uh, you have two actions left. Would you like new authors to bite? I forgot to change that because I forgot. I didn't realize I was gonna pop gonna... up uh, for our listeners, and I'm gonna set the part of this. Uh, the description of bite is it's a f- bite. What? You want? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I'm trying to find it. it.
2: <laughs> it's still that thing you but wrote. I realized that
0: was to show up. Uh, a twenty, uh, a twenty will somehow hit a snake. Uh, roll damage. So that's also actually going to be seven points of damage instead, uh, because Boost Eidolon gives it plus plus two. You have one extra remaining. How do I do that? Oh, there. Claw is going to be more accurate, but bite bite will deal more damage. It's really a trade-off. I'm going to bite again? It's, it doesn't matter. Uh, we'll just use that number. Wait, uh, no. So I was strike. With f- yep. With a 10, Pneumothus yes, bites out uh, at the uh, snake, which is bitten. Wow. Oh, wait. I 10. Can, oh, I can assign status effects. Hey. Ethi is grad, which means that they are immobilized and flat-footed. Numathis bites out at the uh, snake, drawing blood, but with the follow up claw just swings wide. The snake is a snake and it's very wiggly, uh snakes tend to be. Uh, that is your turn, which means next up is Tessara. What would you like to do?
1: I wanna attack. Like well, obvious. Mm.
0: Are you going to command Ethi to attack or are you going to like
1: Um I'm gonna attack have yourself? Ethi attack.
0: Okay, so if you just click on Ethy and then go into inventory, uh Jaws does more damage than tail and it has the same it's the same thing. The so Jaws. Deck, so just okay. Nope. Uh just roll it just click the attack button, uh, to Sara. That will hit. Uh roll damage.
2: Is she flat-footed, immobilized effect that oh, away? it's an
0: eighteen, uh for the fo- fine folks at home. And
1: then damage.
0: Well oh, Jonathan's gonna take the first one. So Ethy sw- wiggles around. Uh, T- swings around and bites at the, uh, the snake dealing seven points of damage. It is looking like it probably should have not attacked uh, a group of adventurers on its first day. That's so what you get
1: for attacking my baby.
0: Ethy still has one action left.
1: Um, can I make Ethy attack again?
0: Uh, I'm actually going to check the multiple attack penalty. Ethy can attack again, but it will be a minus five, Uh, so it'll just be a straight up d I don't kill the snake. You don't know if that's going to hit? You don't know if that's going to miss? If it- If you could attempt to break yeah, let's the grapple. do that. That's also just going to be a straight up d20. Um, just because of how it's going to- uh, Because it's an athletics check with the attack trait, etc. So et just cetera, roll a d20? Cetera. Yep. Let me pull up the rules for escape. Just to make sure I have everything right. Uh, just go ahead and roll that d20. Uh, what'd you get? Fourteen. That just misses. Ah. ETH tries to wiggle free and just isn't able to. Um, you w- yourself have two hmm. actions. Can I try
1: to get ETH free? No. Oh. Uh, can I attack?
0: Uh, yeah. You could use a seed pod, you could use a spell, etc.
1: Let's do a seed pod. I don't use those that often.
0: Okay, so if you click on Tesoro and go into inventory and click seed pod... Boop. Uh, I will say, uh, I, f- I just forgot. You are mounted on Ethi, so you're gonna... All of the attacks right now are going to take a minus 10 penalty. Okay. So I don't recommend attacking. I would instead recommend using, like, electric arc or, uh... Guidance or whatever.
1: Let's do electric arc. I like electricity.
0: Okay. That's going to be a reflex save. I don't know if this is secret or not. Can you guys see that? Oh, that's a natural 20. Uh, it does- it- it- <laughs> you zap out at it. Uh, and it just goes no and just manages to wiggle its way out somehow. Um, next up is yeah. Aliara. Uh, as already established, Aliara does have her Great Axe out. Uh, for Aliara's first action, she is going to uh call out and say we got this don't falter um using inspire courage which will give everyone a plus one status bonus to attack and damage rolls and saving throws against fear effects and then she is going to bring her great x down in an overhead chop against the what's it called uh <laughs> the snake so that's going to be an 18 which will hit uh which is going to be huh, so, y'all, as it would turn out...
1: Fighting against a god,
0: um... Uh. <laughs> great axe is a lot of damage. And so as, uh, Aliara gets one turn, she yells out, saying, We got this, don't worry. Swings down at the, uh, snake, and the snake just goes limp. It's... Checking up on it, it's still alive. You know, it's not, like, dead. You didn't, like, she didn't decapitate it, whatever. But... It the combat is now over. Also, Ethi is no longer grabbed. Um, fun fact. Yeah. So, uh, this dude is defeated.
2: Hey, They're the
0: best. They are not dead. Uh, checking up on them, New after like rig after like um, like wringing it out is like oh wait it's it's unconscious and just kind of like gently like lays it on the ground. Um, but so not dead,
2: dead or dying. Considering
0: he's kind of a sociopath. Moving forward, um, you guys are able to let's say. For the sake of verisimilitude, we're just going to wave away the fact that you chained up a snake or something. Uh, you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> you chained up a snake.
0: Well, he is an animal caretaker, but as mentioned, like the one that loves him the most did attack him. So maybe that's not the best idea.
2: Should we have Remy I mean, look shit at the happens, snake? Man. It does. Since he knows um, how to make animals calm, I assume. There's a small building down here. Could we lock it in there?
0: That you did pass by that on your way in. That's like the ticket booth, and it could probably like l- wiggle its way out. But hmm. These barrels, okay, these barrels, you just kind over here. There's a small
2: building down here that we didn't check. Could we put the snake in there?
0: Uh, Aliora just recommends, basically like, Hey, hold on, I got this. She's oh, a great God. axe, picks up the snake, pops open the, the lid of the barrel and just like-
2: I see barrels.
0: Barrel. And then puts the lid back on.
1: Goes in barrel.
0: Pulls out a, sne- uh, uh, a piece of chalk and writes, SNAKE <laughs> on it so people don't forget. Do
1: not open. It's like when you put a cup over a spider. And you see
0: it there. I hate you. <laughs> Bye, Snake. Continuing along the path, straightforward to the door. It's, you know, pretty, pretty straightforward. It's a door. Aliar tries the door, and it is actually unlocked. Aliar is going to move in. Uh, are you going to send new in? It's okay. Okay. Uh, Just in this first room, I have stuff to read. In the first room, everyone dies. Yep. Three oh that's that's Compass Rose. Uh three sets of wooden door double doors open into this There's a door. pretty wide chamber. To the northeast is a large steel body enclosure, its floor covered in dirty straw, and its north and east walls painted with a crude mural of an evergreen uh, forest. On the vacant cage's west end, the bars appear to have been rusted through and then bent, leaving an, a wide opening, uh extrapolating you can guess that it's from the claw marks and, like, the the, be- the beak marks. it's probably was the enclosure of uh, Hoots. Along the room's west wall, next to a northern set of doors, is a sturdy wooden desk and a knocked-over chair. As if the person that was in it got up right quick. We're sharing senses. Sharing senses. Uh Can you actually, when you click on Numathis, can you, like, see what he sees? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh You guys move in. Uh, Alior and Numathis move in. I'm guessing uh, the rest of you move in, too, after a second. Yeah. Would you guys like to go south or west?
2: I want to investigate this compass.
0: That That Red. <laughs> Yeah. Run. Run. That that's like the that's like the compass that it gets because it's a map.
1: Oh. Okay. <laughs> that's so valid. This compass
0: seems odd. What compass? Well, I'm actually going to make a perception check just for f- and giggles. Huh. Uh 21. Uh Yeah, it's a compass. (laughs) Only you can see it though. Um Uh, Ali always says, um, well we can go south or we can go west. The south is where the Reptile Room was said to have been. Um the west uh would lead us to would let us go directly to Remy, uh in case we want to for some reason.
2: We could direct Uh, say
0: we people. okay, okay. Um I'm assuming you guys want me to open the door, uh, considering Nemalus doesn't have opposable thumbs, Keritos uh, is wearing literal cloth, it's and Tesoro is on the top of a dragon. It's
2: fashionable. Yeah.
0: Sorry, what? It's
2: fashionable. It's how it be. That's
0: fair. Uh, Which door are we opening then? Down here. Oh, I just okay. opened it. As you guys open the door, uh, you see a strange little creature that looks a little something. I'm sorry, It's a bunny. You can- uh, well... That's
2: a lot of blood <sighs> on that bunny.
1: Wait, it's a bunny? Can we just show
0: this to players?
2: Bunny? <gasps> oh! That's a lot of blood on that bunny. I want it! It needs pets. I want
1: the bunny. Look at it. It's a unibunny. This
0: wide hall runs, runs between wooden double doors, like all the doors that you have seen on the inside right so far, to the north and south. Uh, To the east, two large sets of... Uh, two large bulge enclosures stand empty, the bottom several feet of the iron cages dissolved into a long swathe. The northernmost enclosure is strewn with, is what, with what appears to be statues of rats, while the southern enclosure is covered in straw and pungent dung. To the west, the wall is studded with smaller glass display cases, several of which have been shattered, as a set a few feet off the floor for easy, flu- uh, easy viewing. Those that haven't been shattered have like small snakes that keep them like lunging against the glass, like aren't doing anything, but it's disconcerting. They seem angry. And they do seem a little bit angry of angry. Uh, everybody, go ahead. You know what? You know what? Just, uh, just, just because. Everybody, go ahead and make me a perception check for initiative.
2: I got 18. I
0: got 15. Okay. Uh, let's see. pneumothis and Ethi don't matter in this. Let's see. The Almirage gets, oh, and Aliara gets, Aliara gets pretty high too. Aliara gets twenty-five with a natural twenty. Beating everybody though is this strange little creature. You recognize it as the Almiraj Remy spoke of. Uh, Pretty much, if you guys recall knowledge, you'll pretty automatically succeed if you want to. Do we have to Um, wait for
2: our turn to do that?
0: Yep. Okay. So, first up, this this little creature is going to move... Oh, y'all are so lucky. I thought
1: you were about to say we die.
0: This creature bounds towards you, and, uh, roll of fate... How do I roll of fate again? doesn't... <laughs> okay, so I'm actually going to... Oh, wait. Here it is. Aliyar, you are chosen. Aliyar is going to... Uh, is going to get... Uh, moderately impaled. Ah. Uh... uh for 8 points of damage. So pretty much this creature bounds down the hallway and just like charges down, head down and just right through Aliora's calf and she just cries out in pain. Thankfully it's her turn next if she wants to get revenge. She's gonna turn to stone. Uh, next up is Aliara, who again, she I'm gonna say she didn't have a great extra on because she had to open the door. She is going to spend an action to recall knowledge and automatically succeed. And she calls out, hey, um, this creature is is an Almirage. It's a... a strange... whatever. Point being, it's weak against my spells. And she is then going to, ba da ba cast a spell. What spell, you say? Who knows? Um... <clears throat> she is going to cast Fear of the Almirage. Who... Makes, make a will save. With a six, because he takes a minus two penalty versus occult spells. He is frightened, uh, let's see, wait, an eight. Oh, a six. No, he's, did he critically fail? He critically failed. Good for you guys. Uh, let me find frightened. Sorry. Again, first time using this, so it's a little whack. So they are frightened three and fleeing. This thing is terrifying. It like goes through Aliora, looks up, and then just like... Comically, even though it's white, all the color just drains from it's face. Next up is going to be, uh, Tessara.
1: Yes. What am I doing again?
0: There is a creature.
1: Okay. Oh yeah, the Unibunny. The Unibunny. How do
2: make are not put this button?
0: Oh, um, I'll let you know on the recall knowledge. Okay. So I'm not trying to be a butt, but then I just realized I was about to give you, uh, I was about to... Can I
1: use... can I freeze
0: it? Uh, Ray of Frost? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'll make the attack. Well, I think that might actually crit it because it is terrified. Yes. Oh, no, that does not crit. Um, but it's still a hit. Uh, roll that damage for me, please. Yes. Uh, seven points of damage. This thing rushed up, gored Aliar and then just went... Oh, and then just got blasted in the side by a ray of her eyes. What, what's next? You have one action left.
1: Um. I don't have any healing things besides heal animal,
0: do I? But that can be used as one action uh to heal, what's it called, to heal Ethe. I'll do that. Okay. So just roll the uh just yeah, just click healing. Ethi. Uh ethe is up to uh again, if you right click and go down to the bottom, just add add seven. Can you just add the seven? Bottom? You can. I just did it for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Basically blasting out a burst of ice followed up by dying. Uh, <laughs> Burst of Ice whatnot, uh, ne- next up is going to be Caritas.
2: Recall knowledge.
0: Uh, so you know that the creatures only turn to stone if they die. So as long uh, as Aliora does not hit zero hit points and then you get attacked three more times, she's fine.
2: Okay. I don't think I can get to the bunny because everybody's in front. Yep. Uh, I can't even see the bunny It's Caritas. Can I see the bunny if I move here? I can't.
0: Uh, if you do move there, that will be a, an action.
2: I moved five feet so I can see the bunny.
0: Okay. Um, got, would you like to, like, use one of your attack spells or whatever? you uh, Can yep. I use Acid Splash? Yep. Go ahead and click on that and then click Attack. Just misses. Like, literally by two. Darn. Uh, well, that would be your entire turn, um, because three actions. One action to move, yeah.
2: And two to Acid.
0: So stepping up, laying on a blast of Acid, it just, Initially dissipates into the wall into the floor next to it. Next up is the Almiraj. The Almiraj is runs this way and then scrambles at the door. The Almiraj is no longer free- fleeing, but they are frightened too. Instead of three. Uh <clears throat> that is its turn. Aliara is next. Aliara is going to draw her great axe as an action. Uh beat her left hand against her chest as she calls out like some inspiring words that Amber would probably be better at than me. Something <laughs> like, It's router, let's go get it! Or something, you know?
1: Mess it up and don't die.
0: Yep. She then, she then moves here. You can't see it because she moved out of the way of you guys. Um, you'll be able to see it if you move into the room. Mm. Next up is Tessara.
1: Yes. I'm gonna try to freeze it again.
0: Uh, okay. Would you like to commit Actually, no, you don't have to, never mind. Uh, just wake that attack roll for me. That also hits, roll damage. I'm just the best at this. As you say, do minimum damage. Yes. <laughs> sure. Oh, uh, that was a twenty on the tw- twenty to hit and a five damage. So you chant in tone, call out a ray of winter bl- of, of wintry energy, and just slam it into the back of this creature. You still have one action left.
1: Um, I don't know. Nobody's like dying or anything,
0: so. I will say, if you command ET to go forward, you will be able to attack, but it will be at a minus five, which basically means it's a straight D20 right now. Mm. And you will block off anyone else attacking the creature.
1: I think I'll just, I'll, I'll
0: just, yeah. Okay, next up then, uh, is Kauritas. What would you like to do?
2: do Marcus, how much can mouse move again?
0: If you click on your character, it will tell you. you right click, uh, he has a speed of 25 feet.
2: Alright, 25. One, two, three, three, 4.
0: Just out of reach. But if he can move... mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he can do a fire, he can do, um, <laughs> Uh, before you do that, let me just check what exactly b- what boost Eidolon does. Okay, so, never mind. I'll just check and see if boost Eidolon boosts boost the, fu- the fire damage. Uh, go ahead and roll that fire damage while I roll this creature's reflex save. Not, not there. Oh, max damage at 6. Wait, really? Uh, let's see. Woo! This creature, even with a minus 2 to its, um, reflex save, still has a plus 9, apparently. But that's still a failure, so it still takes the full 6 damage. This creature is... Not having a good day. Compare and contrast, like the singular mundane creatures versus like owl bear or or big tooth. <laughs> That'll be your turn. Next up is the almirage.
2: Time to get stabbed.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what it does. So it's just going to step forward and attack you twice. So the first attack is going to be uh, I think a natural one with for an eight misses. Yeah. Just a little bit. Uh, Let's see. Start so wait. This is a plus three. Sixteen, exactly. That is exactly Numathis' armor class. So that is going to be, that's six points of damage. Uh, so if you just right click and hit minus six um, on yourself, not Numathis. Because Numathis, it's weird being a summoner. So basically it runs up, goes at Numathis once, misses, but on the second swing is able to um, succeed. It's a pretty simple creature. That's that's its turn. Uh, next up is Aliora. I blocked her. No, you did not. Oh, good. The, she can still move here. Diagnals, uh, for the folks at home. Aliora is just is going to stride te, is going to move ten feet. Once again, you'd say something inspiring. Like, it's almost defeated. Woo. I'm not good at k- thinking up of things on the spot, especially inspiring woods. Yeah. She is then going to make a great axe uh, swing. Let's see. That's going to be eleven, which will miss. And that's that's it. That's all she got, unfortunately. Uh, because she moved, attacked, and used a spell. Next up is going to be, uh, Tessara.
1: I'm gonna...
0: Ethi won't be able to get within re- melee range. Actually, does the tail have reach? No, it does not. What would you like to do?
1: Um, i want to i want to use my lightning.
0: Okay, uh, so this creature is going to make a reflex save.
1: Is that not
0: supposed to be Uh well I think a twenty six will beat you DC, but thankfully not by ten or more. Uh literally if it wasn't frightened, it would um that it would have critically succeeded. Uh roll damage? The creature is unconscious. Zip de zapped, zippity bapped. But not dying. Uh well, double checking on it, yeah, you can tell it's not dying pretty quickly. It's a longer frightened though. Um (laughs) The aftermath of this battle. Pretty much all around you you see like uh, centipedes, spiders, scorpions, and other rare bugs, as well as a strange, technical nosed creature called a zoo, uh, which you don't know much about besides it is extremely malicious and likes to eat humanoid flesh.
2: Me too. Please put the bunny not near that then.
0: Oh no, it's it's like in an enclosure. It hasn't been able to break free. The glass isn't <laughs> <doesn't> even cracked. <interact. laughs>
2: okay.
0: And again, for the purpose of brevity, I'm assuming that if you that you have the means to um, restrain the bunny, so if it wakes up, we'll put up, it in
2: another barrel.
0: I, yep. You guys just carry around barrels. Um. <laughs> well, no, there was three barrels. Oh, yeah. I was making a joke. Um. <laughs> meanwhile, like, is like, just gonna go outside of the little room and be like, why are there so many unconscious <laughs> things in these barrels? Oh, I'm God, God. A Snake. Um. <clears throat> so I'm just going to scoot this guy off to the side because he's unconscious. So, with two comb- combats out of the way, um, one might even have called them low challenge rating combats compared to the severe or moderates you guys have been facing so far. Um, as you guys have probably told, these guys pretty easy to take down comparatively. I think that is a decent point to stop tonight's episode. Thanks for playing with me, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you for listening to the Phantasmal Treasure Podcast, a bi-weekly actual play of the Agents of Edgewatch Adventure Path. Leave a review on your podcasting platform of choice, send us emails at phantasmaltreasure at gmail.com, or reach out to us via Facebook. I will see you again in two weeks. Cool. Um (laughs) (laughs) Just dead
1: silence. Hi. Rob, I'm recording. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave the high Robin recording in. Um, he waved at least. Nice Bob.
1: Did you just call him Bob?
0: Uh I thought I called
1: him <laughs> no, Robin. You said Bob
0: But for well, could bringing, it, bringing this back in because I wanna have some modicum of professionalism. Why? This is technically kind of only like the fifth episode of the Fantastic Treasure podcast due to the, um,